0: Hey, welcome back to the Club Cool Podcast. I am your host, Barrett Dudley, and I am recording here in the Washed Media Studios. I'm solo today for the first half of the podcast. Phil is off, busy with his uh, mini irons in the fire, slanging houses, buying wine, all sorts of good stuff. Um, but we have a great episode today. In the back half of this podcast, um, we have this morning's Halloween costume segment, which I recorded with the hosts of Circling Back, we had Dylan, Will, Dave, and myself talking about the best costumes that you can pull off for 2020. It is a very popular segment every year, um, so I look forward to to all of you guys checking that out. I think that we were able to offer you know some really good options for uh, for getting kits off, and uh, also for just being timely and relevant in this year. So I, I do hope that everybody is able to you know to find some type of social distancing backyard or trick or treating party that you can attend because i mean if if we need fun and costumes in any year it's this one um and it also might be the last fun evening that you get ever because uh i think shortly after halloween the election um you know happens and and really all bets are off for the rest of november um to start off though on our instagram account at club cool pod last week we um we took a bunch of questions in a QA session. I've been responding to those uh, there on Instagram. And uh and then we like to take a bunch of the others and, and turn them into podcast segments here. Phil and I discussed some of them last week. Today I've got producer Randy over here on the other microphone, and he is going to to read me a few of them that, that we weren't able to quite get to. That's gonna be uh today's first segment. And without further ado, let's uh let's kick those things off, Randy.
1: All right, hello Barrett. All hey. right. Question 1. What are your thoughts on wearing clothing that has a geographical location even though you've never been there?
0: Yeah, this is a uh, this is a tough one and it's one that that I've, you know, I find myself dealing with every once in a while and I I think that it, it's also very this one is is kind of correlates to the whole question about whether you can wear masters gear if you've never been to the masters, it's the, it's, it's the same type of deal. Um, my, my stance on the masters gear is that it's totally kind of boils down to, to, to what you're okay with. When I, when I see somebody wearing masters stuff, I think that that's an implication that you have been. So for me, I don't I'm I'm not going to wear anything from the Masters until I actually get the chance to go to the Masters and and cop a bunch of the gear. That's just that's for me. Now if you have a family member go or your best friend goes and and, and you want some authentic gear, you want to have that in in your repertoire, you're a big golf fan, you watch the Masters every year, like I certainly do not hold it against you. So, I kind of apply that same line of thinking to the geographic location ones. Uh, for me personally, I don't really have an interest in wearing – I mean, I do. I do have the interest in wearing graphics, graphic tees especially, um, that, that represent a place. There's actually – there's a really awesome collection from like the National Parks website. They're doing a bunch of cool tie-dye. It's like, you know, it's Yellowstone and Big Bend, and they, they've, they've put together really really great-looking tees based on some of our, our national parks. But I really want to go to Yellowstone. So for me to 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 kind of jump the gun there and grab Yellowstone gear just because I'm a fan of Yellowstone park and i like I like the scenery that I think is there, it's just kind of I don't know it, it, it's kind of at odds with with with, uh, with with what you're saying when you when you wear stuff with that geographic location. Um, now, if you've been somewhere and then you see gear that you like, That's a different story. If I'd been to Yellowstone and then down the road, I see this Yellowstone t-shirt that I like, even if it's, you know, from, from the national parks website and I'm sitting at home in Austin, Texas, then I have no problem with grabbing it. So I, I've got like a t-shirt, um, that says Lake Tahoe on it. and has like a, a native American chief graphic, uh, that I, that I love. And that just like, that's from the brand junk food, I think, but I've been to Lake Tahoe. So I feel good about wearing the shirt. What else we got? Randy.
1: All right, so this next one's a little more of a command at first. Talk about colors. Oh, okay. Uh, Are we supposed to stick to any in particular each season?
0: Okay, so I I did kind of hit this one a little bit on the Grom. Um, Colors are the easiest way with, with style and fashion to kind of like put out a vibe based on the season. So one of the other questions that we had here was like, What's the best way to kind of, to kind of make it feel like fall, even if you're in a really warm climate. And I think the answer to that is, is color. If you kind of keep your wardrobe, once we roll in here to October, November, December, you know, it, you don't have to be in, in burly coats and chunky sweaters to kind of, to kind of give off fall vibes. If you're wearing warmer colors and a lot of earth tones and blacks and navies and maroons and wines and burn orange and and all these color colors that either kind of like share something in common with with the colors that that nature brings for the season, um, or that just kind of like give off the these kind of cozier elements and vibes in the first place. Um, now, having said that, things like earth tones and olives are, are multi seasonal. You don't have to to keep them hidden away in the spring or the summer. And there are also no color rules that anybody has to live by or deal with anymore at this point either. So, you know, one of the the, the age old kind of like antiquated fashion rules uh, is that you're not supposed to wear white after Labor Day. And that one is is totally thrown out the window, um, you know, even more so if you do live in the South or in in, in warm climate, um, you can wear white whenever you want. There's a lot of great. There's a lot of great knitwear and warmer stuff that looks good in white. Um, all white jackets look cool. Uh, all white get with with either beige or, or cream or white colored denim and and white tops. It, it can read summery depending on on kind of your texture and and the weight of the clothing. But there's no reason that you have to put away white for fall or winter anyway. Or uh, uh, I, either way, I should say. Uh, but de- definitely. When we roll into the fall months, I think what that really means the most is that you that that you can put away your pastels and your neons, your baby blues, your seersucker, any of the stuff that really kind of screams summer. It's more so about just kind of like putting that towards the back of the closet, rather than than kind of like than, than having to wear specific colors for fall. So it's it's that removal of the super summery vacationy tropical stuff, and then on top of that, if you want to lean into some of those those colors that we associate with fall, then 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 even better.
1: Next up, Randy. So put away your Chartreuse uh, Spring Break Bro Tanks.
0: The the Chartreuse Spring Break Bro Tank Bro Tanks can definitely um, go back in
1: in a drawer for the next few months. <laughs> All right. Um, what are the best accessible brands from gq's recent top 50 list okay so we talked
0: a little bit about this in the club cool discord there's actually quite a bit of chatter about it if you're not involved with the discord yet go follow us on patreon.com club cool and uh you don't have to you do not have to become a paying patron if you wish to do so it's only two bucks a month you won't even notice it you'll get something cool out of it i i can tell you that i'm not totally sure what it's going to be every month but we usually put together a little bit of an editorial and kind of like uh talk about our favorite stuff on the internet great way to support the podcast as well and even if you just follow us on patreon you'll be able to get this discord link where it's just like a little chat room slack type deal where we talk about stuff like this so what gq did um just recently uh, i I, I pro, it's probably in in one of their recent um, print editions, but it's obviously online as well. They put together what they called the quality list. And it says this, originality, craftsmanship, sustainability, value. These are the 50 fashion brands that embody a modern idea of quality in 2020 and are worthy of putting on your back. So they go on to to kind of talk about how in 2020, we are kind of more more mindful of the waste that the fashion industry can create. Uh, People like the the secondhand market has never been hotter. I, I think there's this emphasis on buying less, but buying higher quality goods. Um, and that's kind of what this list was supposed to speak to is brands that are essentially worth the investment. Um, and that you can, you can shop from and expect to have things that last a really long time. Now, as you can guess, GQ, they still need to sell advertisements online. They still need to put big glossy print ads in the magazine they still need a really expensive awesome clothes for all of their photo shoots they still have relationships with the giant conglomerates and corporations like caring and LVMH which own a you know a majority of the high fashion brands and so as a result out of 50 there were nearly 20 brands on here that i would describe as high fashion essentially your your classic brands that are doing their runway shows that are based out of Italy or 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 Paris and that that you know these are the storefronts that that you're going to find in the highest the high end malls and and walking down Rodeo Drive in Beverly Hills right so I'm talking I can just kind of scroll through this list and and name, of all, name them off here Ferragamo Dolce and Gabbana Saint Laurent Gucci uh Xenia, Tom Ford Missoni, Prada, Rick Owens, Celine, Hermes, Bottega Veneta, um, let's see, Louis Vuitton, Tom Brown, Brunello Cucinelli, Dior, Raph Simmons, Armani, Loewe. So like they gave a lot of lip service to to brands that I'm not totally sure belong here other than for the fact that the garments are really expensive and you can usually count on quality from them but not all the time. And so for me, I kind of, I'm I'm kind of just wiping those off the board because more than anything, they felt like it felt, it felt like they needed to include those brands to maintain, uh, important relationships. So what, what, was there anything that is accessible and affordable on this list? There were a couple, we can start with Patagonia, obviously. Um, Patagonia, Awesome foundation for a wardrobe, especially if you're an outdoor guy. They have found an incredible kind of place in the industry where they are activists, they're environmentalists, they are a performance brand. They make a lot of, they, you know, my, my, my ski and snowboard gear is Patagonia. You, they literally make stuff that you can do ice climbing in and mountaineering um and then they make just go-to summer staples like Patagonia baggies they make great t-shirts they make your your fall go-to fleeces like the retro x and the snap tee so there's there is um there is a lot to love about Patagonia and it is you know it, it, comparatively of course very affordable but even in you know in the broader sense it's for the price you are absolutely getting high quality garms, as they say um the next one on here is levi's so I think Levi's is, there there are some issues with Levi's. Levi's is doing a lot of mass production all over the world. They're certainly, I am sure, still making garments in places like Bangladesh, uh, where the, you know, the kind of the working environment is still questionable. Um, they also have, you know, we're talking multi-tiers here, a lot of diffusion labels with Levi's Made and Crafted, and Levi's vintage, and even Levi's premium, which is carried in a shop like Stag Provisions here in Austin. But in general, I do I do understand why Levi's belongs on this list. We talk about denim all the time on this podcast. It, it's it's very much something that that people think about often, and and whether they're looking for new fits or whether they're they're looking to upgrade their wardrobe in general, and Levi's is for the price point, it, almost always included on a list of, of brands that I send people to for affordable denim. Um, at, Levi's has ended up kind of like r- right on the cusp of modern modernity as well, because with this kind of new, uh, you know, baggier approach, uh, kind of an, a, a, an obsession with an anti-fit in denim, which, which, and when I say that, I just mean denim, that's not really hugging you in any way, any, any parts of your body. Some of their classic styles, like five hundred ones and five hundred fives, have become like almost an ideal. Uh, a lot of people hunt for vintage versions of these, and if you, you know, if you go thrifting, whether you're hitting up your local Buffalo Exchange or your Goodwill, that's kind of what you're looking for, right? It's like old ass pairs of Levi's five hundred ones that uh, suddenly have the exact kind of perfect vintage fit that you're looking for. Um, go check out Levi's though. They're, they they a lot like J. Crew. They send out a lot of discount codes. And the rest of their line, honestly, I mean, they do some cool camp collars. They've got good hoodies. They've got good T-shirts. So um, first and foremost, the denim is something to think about. But, you know, no matter what you're looking for, Levi's is not a bad place to look. Um, Moving on, Ralph Lauren. Tried and true. And, um, you know, it's, it's one of those things that I think Ralph Lauren always has something stylish to offer even if what Ralph Lauren specializes in is not the most of the moment right so so Ralph Lauren kind of leads with with preppy staples which are not always on the cusp of fashion but no matter what it's a great place for for things like sweaters Ralph Lauren does great pants great denim not to mention if you go look around on their website there's always stuff that does feel very, very forward and very fashionable, whether that's from, you know, one of their higher end lines like double RL or purple label, or, uh, whether they're kind of like mixing in some Southwestern heritage to, to the main line as well. Um, great sales, end of season sales at Ralph Lauren and, and, you know, kind of a, a contemporary price point, but still typically lower than stuff like uh, rag and bone or, or acne studios. um, what else is on here? The those are are kind of the three that I think stood out to me the most. Um, Noah is a brand that we've talked about here, but it's not the it. You know, it's. I love the I love the purpose. I love love the mission of Noah in the same way that I like what Patagonia is doing, but the um, you know, I, I would say accessible for stuff like t shirts and hats. You get into knitwear and outerwear, and we were we are talking a little bit higher of a price point. But um, Noah is another great brand to, that they that they included and that we can follow along with. Um, and that that's my speech. That's that's what I got for GQ's top fifty. Randy, what else? Is, what else we have here on the listener
1: question list? Uh, we got what are some fall items that a broke twenty five year old can afford? Okay, perfect segue
0: because we just talked about stuff like. Levi's and Ralph Lauren and um, Patagonia, all good options. And Patagonia is where I'll start. I, I, I put a Patagonia snap tee on my, my fall clothing item, Mount Rushmore. And, um, you know, I think the lightweight one is right around 100 bucks, maybe a little bit more. Not necessarily cheap, but for an item that you can wear essentially every day your cost per wear on on something like a snap tee is is going to be super super low. Uh the other place that I'll go workwear, very hot again. Um all of the hottest pants of the season are are like these these this this work style of pant. Um whether it's like a carpenter jean or like a double knee which has like the extra, you know, paneling that, you know, you looks like it's designed to kind of like have your knees in the dirt doing work, building out a kitchen, whatever it is. Um so Carhartt, mainline Carhartt is very, very inexpensive, and I would go look at something like the like like it's just a classic Carhartt. Uh, I I want to say it's it's I don't think it's called an Eisenhower jacket, but basically what you should look up is the the Kanye Met Gala jacket. It is a very straightforward collared, zippered black jacket that I think is forty dollars on Amazon and looks dope as hell. Um, I, I, as far as like fall outerwear goes, it, it, if you have one jacket, it would be a good one because it's so versatile. It's, um, it, it, it's kind of, it, it's perfect in its understatedness and the fact that it's a collared black jacket and you can turn that into a streetwear piece, or you can turn that into a workwear piece, or you can turn that into, to, to something totally contemporary and, and different kind of like Kanye did, uh, when he wore it to the Met Gala. So that's a great item as well. Um, I will also tell you to go back about a month, check out our podcast that we did where we covered a long, a big Esquire list about all of the best, most affordable brands out there. It includes everything from like Everlane and Uniqlo to, to, you know, to COS and and Gap and J. Crew. And we kind of hit on why we like a bunch of those different brands. Um, But, but, just to speak specifically for fall items, another thing that I'm big on for fall is the cashmere sweater. And a lot of these more accessible brands, specifically Uniqlo, Everlane, J.Crew, and I think Gap now too, just off the top of my head, are all offering like essentially accessible cashmere programs. So while you're not going to get like the burliest, thickest, softest, most long-lasting cashmere sweater from those guys, you can get something that feels really good and looks really nice for nominally a hundred bucks. And, and, uh, again, like a snap tee, a, a, you know, a dark neutral solid colored cashmere crew is a perfect fall item that you could literally wear every day if you wanted to. So that's kind of where I'd start, but then definitely go, go back, check out that podcast, check out those places that we mentioned there. Um, you know, there's there's a there's a lot of good stuff out there to be had on a budget. You just have to do a little bit more ticking.
1: Randy? All right, and the last one, which this one hits home. <laughs> when would you approve of wearing deck or boat shoes and when are they verboten? Okay. All
0: right. Uh the deck shoe, the boat shoe. I I a lot like Ralph Lauren here. Um the boat shoe or a Ray Ban Wayfarer, right? Like this is a this is an all an all American staple that never really disappears or goes away. Um, prep and 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 the prep look is something that that kind of ebbs and flows and rises to the top and is what everybody wants to look like and then kind of settles back down. Um, now there is you know there is a group of guys, nominally older white dudes. That that you know ha- have some type of like, you know they're either country club guys or boat guys or water guys or or golf guys and and you know we're all picturing the same thing right khaki shorts and like an oversized Hawaiian or or a tucked in dry fit and that guy there's a decent chance that he has boat shoes on um, and so I I think when you think about your your classic kind of brown leather sperry topsider. You just have to you just have to know that when you when you put that shoe on, there are going to be some connotations associated with it, especially in those those periods of time, where the the prep thing and the boat shoe is not like the hottest thing going. Um, now I, I would say that we're in one of those moments where the boat shoe is is more appropriate on a boat or around water than it is a, as as a true style move. But if you go pull up. Mr. Porter, right? Like we got all sorts of boat shoes on there. Where uh, Fear of God just did their collaboration with Zenya. they have some suede boat shoes with the little tassel ties. Mr. Porter's carrying a Sperry Authentic. Um, you've got your brands, uh, y- your true northeastern brands like Quadi or Yucatan, which are actually doing like made in Maine, made in the U.S., you know, kind of hand sewn, uh, cobbler type stuff. Um, and so we're, we're certainly at a at a higher price point there for for the higher quality and made in the U.S. and and you know you have you have the artisanal thing going there, but they make really handsome stuff that that can fit into a contemporary kind of East Coast leaning preppy vibe. Um, so I, I I don't think that the that the boat shoe is really verboten as it were at all. But depending on how you style it, you can certainly end up looking like an old dude, a guy that sails a lot, a dude that works on a yacht, a country club guy, a frat star, like all these things that we kind of associate and connotate the boat shoe with. And so it's really just, just about kind of having that in mind as you get dressed and either being comfortable with one of those looks or, or you know, or picking something else if that's not necessarily what you want to look like. Um, one more thing that I'll throw 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 out here just to kind of add to this conversation. Uh, a- as far as the fashion people goes, there is a there is a spin on a boat shoe from Timberland. Not really a spin; it's it's another classic. It's the Timber- Timberland Authentic Three Eye Lug Sole, and it is a um. It's essentially a beefed up boat shoe. It's got a chunky, thicker sole and an extra eyelet compared to the uh, the authentic Sperry. So it's a little bit burlier, a little bit more appropriate for cooler weather. And brands like Aimee Leondor and 18 East are utilizing this shoe a lot in photo shoots right now. So if if you kind of want to drift, if you love the boat shoe look, but you want to drift it into this this territory of this little, little bit more oversized kind of capital visvim 18 East Americana meets Jap- Japan type, um, type look. That's 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 a really easy place to an easy shoe to kind of slide into from from your Sperry Authentic. Did I answer your question, Randy?
1: <laughs> I'm kidding. It's not yours. It wasn't yours. I think I know when the perfect time to wear the boat shoe is. Yes. In Your front yard at the darty, trying to get your frat on. Yeah, yeah. You just put your favorite uh, vintage <laughs> basketball jersey on, maybe even a Toon Squad jersey. Okay, put the topsiders on the yeah. Wayfarers. You what about the, the guy.
0: What about the Chartreuse Bro Tank?
1: It, uh, depends. Yeah, either either <laughs> or. And you just you just now, slam those beers.
0: Now, in in this look that you're describing, are, are you going like straight like classic brown leather, or are you mixing it up and doing like two tones and like the cotton
1: ones and like you know the kind of the different variations that are out there honestly what's frettier? it's probably <laughs> pro- probably leather but i mean it's been a while i don't even know if like fret kids even wear that stuff anymore so, i think yeah, it's more that, sneakers that, now
0: yeah i think that's that's a great point like I, it's been a long time since i was truly on campus looking around at, at what the college kids and and the fraternity guys were wearing in general but as i was thinking about this question and thinking about like like for me now, I'm always going to associate those with college, right? That was that was a go to, but I, you make a great point. I, I actually think that even the college kids and and the frat kings out there,
1: I think they're probably wearing like s- more sneakers now than than boat shoes. I think they're doing more of the uh, the Gen X like fraternity guys were sneakers than us millennials were the top siders Were the boat and shoe then guys Gen Z yeah. is going back with like the long, uh, socks and yep. the sneakers. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: think that's probably accurate. Uh, I think that was our, our last one on the list, wasn't it? Uh, yes. Okay. Well, th- thank you very much for, um, for being the proctor there for, for curating and, and, and helping me with those questions today. Uh, once again, thanks to everybody that is following along on Instagram. Uh, we actually, if, if you're listening to this right now, you probably still have a few hours left to go and en- enter our Instagram giveaway, which we're doing in, in collaboration with uh, with Uniform, the kind of elevated basics brand, where we had Pat, uh, the the creator of that brand, on a couple of weeks ago to to talk about talk about his clothing line and talk about the future of it and talk about kind of fashion and style in general It was a really great episode. It's gotten a lot of love. So there's an Instagram giveaway. You can enter to win a hundred dollar gift card. Treat yourself to some of those badass tees that he's uh, that he's out there in LA making for us. Um, so th- once again, thanks for for following along submitting these questions and uh we're gonna take a quick break here to hear from a sponsor and uh then when we come back we'll jump right into to my conversation with the guys from circling back about this year's best hottest most stylish costumes all right this week's podcast is brought to you by bombas bombas makes the most comfortable socks in the history of feet you know we're big Bombas guys here on this podcast. Phil's always in Bombas. If he were here, he'd tell you that himself. Bombas has literally rethought every little detail of the socks we wear to make them way more comfortable. I wear them every day, pretty much. You know, unless I'm in flip flops, right? Even then, sometimes I'm 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 tempted to put the Bombas on, and they're just they're perfect. the the um, The compression that they give you is awesome. They got rid of that little nasty toe line, so you never deal worrying about that interfering or or making it feel like you have a, a rock in your foot. But these socks. They do more than look good and feel good and keep your feet perfectly cozy. They help give back to the most vulnerable members of our community. Because for every pair of socks you purchase, Bombas donates a pair to someone in need. The generosity of Bombas customers has allowed them to donate over 34 million pairs of socks and counting through their nationwide network of 3,000 giving partners. And the impact is more powerful than ever. To those experiencing homelessness, these socks represent the dignity of putting on clean clothes, a small comfort that's especially important right now. Give a pair when you buy a pair and get 20% off your first purchase at bombas.com slash cool. That's B-O-M-B-A-S.com slash cool for 20% off your first purchase. Bombas.com slash cool. Every time I hit the site, I actually need some new socks right now there's new stuff. There's stuff for everything. The performance, casual, comfort, wool, winter. I, I mean, low cut, no shows. If you have sock needs, Bombas has you covered. And I can't wait to get some more in. Once again, bombas.com slash cool. Give a pair when you buy a pair and get that 20% off. All right, I'm back and I will uh, tee us up here. Earlier today, I got to sit down with uh, the guys of Circling Back once again, and uh, this is one of the most popular segments of the year. I think it uh, in 2019, people this is one of our most listened to episodes. When I had uh, Dave and Will on this time, I went on Circling Back and kind of gave my i gave my pitches for for what you should be um, what you should be for Halloween this year, and I kind of covered a very you know variety of like whether you want to look cool whether you want to be creative, when whether you want to be very relevant and of the moment and kind of capture something from TV or film. And um, we'll cue we'll it up here. But Randy, you, you got something to add before we before we launch in?
1: Yes, I got the greatest costume that I think the Club Cool fan base will really enjoy. And this is for any year. Okay. Uh, one of the guys I went out with last uh, year, uh, Shouts Hunter, I know he's a fan. He did this, and it's the biggest mail-in costume there is. <laughs> but it is like... People loved it At The Bar, and it really is the best because it's very cheap, and it allows you to get a fit off. Okay. And all it is is a coat hanger, a wire coat hanger, and a green cardboard, like Korean poster board. And all you do is you make a little diamond above your head, and you're a sim. <laughs> so you can you can rock any outfit that you want, get a fit off, and then you just have that diamond, and people love it. It's the biggest mail-in, but it is amazing.
0: Yeah. Okay. And then you get to, then you just get to flex in whatever you want.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Are, are people, are you still, are people out there still playing the Sims? I, I think so. Yeah. I don't know, but like. I feel like they are. It comes up every now and then. It's just like a childhood though thing too, that everyone would be like, oh wait, you're a Sim. And like yeah, when they click, yeah. they're like, that's amazing. It's like, yeah, but really it's just like, it costs like $3 <laughs> to do. And now I just get to look dope.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's perfect. If, if your main goal is to just get your kid off, there you go. Coat hanger green cardboard, diamond, and your sim. Yep. Boom, there it is. Here's the rest of our conversation from earlier today.
2: Barrett, you're here to talk Halloween.
0: Ready for a little uh club cool segment? Mhm. Mm-hmm. This was a uh look, man, this is a, re- a recurring thing that I get requests for every year. Let's talk about Halloween costumes. What are the good Halloween costumes this year? Some people just want to like be the most current, want to, you know, have the best most uh most on-point costume. Uh, other people are like looking for ways to kind of get their subtle flexes in. You know, they want to look good while in these costumes. Sure. Uh, Dave and Will, you guys joined me on Club on Club Cool last year for this. It was I think we did like 1.1, 1. 1, 1. 1.2 million downloads on that episode. It was it was, a big one. It was a big one. Mm-hmm. It was podcast week. Um, Dylan, I know you weren't able to make it, so I'll just I'll, let me let me get your temperature on Halloween costumes. Are you okay. like, is this something that you go in for? Um, I typically don't dress up. Yeah. But I am going to this year. Okay. Yeah. You got your you got your costume in the bag already.
3: I don't have it in the bag. I I know what I'm gonna do,
0: but it's not. I don't. I haven't gotten the stuff for it yet. All right. Speaking of Halloween costumes, I was talking to Parks out there yesterday, uh, last week. And I think you know his, his. They don't make his favorite dinosaur, the mosasaur, right? That's that the one? <laughs> Are they not making that? They the don't mosasaurus. make it. A, the mosasaurus. They didn't. They don't make it a costume. So is that I his, was,
2: Is that his actual favorite dinosaur, the mosasaur? It's
0: one of them. Yeah. It's kind of uh, the yeah. mosasaurus. Yeah. Back but you me. know, he's also he, he's also into some of the Avengers. And I was trying to pitch him on this idea of like combining dinosaur and superhero costumes to become his own mosasaurus superhero costume. So wow, you know. That would be super tight. I was trying to blow his brain with that one. He
3: doesn't know this yet, but I believe his grandmother is making him a um, a dinosaur costume.
2: Which... I guess we have to edit this out since he listens to every episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which will be tight. Um,
3: yeah, I'm going to do something along the same lines. I'm going to do something uh, dinosaur-themed. That will be good. Or Jurassic Park-themed, yeah.
2: yeah. I think you need to go as the dude for like Dern's... Dr. Grant? Yeah. We'll see about it. Just get the full khaki. We'll see about it. I don't have to shave everything though, so I
3: have to. i hope. You can a, work a bearded, on the quads. You are going to pull dog. that look.
2: Yeah, you got. You you need to hit the leg press hard. No,
3: that's not Doctor Grant.
2: Still guy?
4: Guy. He had decent legs though. The other dude, clever, clever girl legs. guy. Yeah, be the, clever I, I, girl I, I, guy's got. He's stacked. That's the costume. Out. Be the other dude. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, so um, y'all ready for the uh, for some like the I like to do costumes pretty frequently on the. Um, on the tv and film side mm-hmm. you know that's usually a go-to for me can i ask a question before yeah we start? yeah please please do does
2: anyone have a halloween costume that they're planning on doing yet
0: so here's the thing for for we're <laughs> we're old the, the halloween parties are few and far between yeah you got to
2: have one main costume
0: right like it's 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 uh you know we'll be we'll be lucky to like for for one person to be like yeah got the backyard set up let's do it um, this year, so I, I don't even, but I feel like for the for the younger kids, there where there's a will, there's a way. They're going to find a, uh, they're going to find places to, to, to dress up and, and get these costumes the, off.
4: The talk in my neighborhood is, um, since it's on a Saturday night, everybody just kind of hanging out in driveways. Just kind of mm-hmm. music, drinking, hand, having the candy down at yeah. the sidewalk um, while you just hang out and talk to the neighbors. Yeah, yeah. Which we'll probably do that unless we have like a, I don't know, maybe the news will throw something. I'm just hoping there's some trick or treating this year. I have a five year old, you know. Yeah. I think there. I think there will be. That's like Dave said. I feel like
0: the the talk is to just kind of like, like pretty much everybody will just have the candy out essentially, and maybe you're hanging out out there with your with your six feet of distance. Maybe you're not. That'd be cool.
4: I think your neighborhood will. I mean, just driving through there like a couple weeks ago, already got ton of Halloween decorations up. A lot of kids. uh, Real quick, one more
0: thing. Have y'all seen all the hubbub about this this twelve foot skeleton at Home Depot? Oh, we talked about it. All. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, so I just my quick anecdote here is that I saw that thing in Home Depot probably late September, and I was like. Man, that is so tight. Three hundred bucks. Three hundred bucks. So, I swear, if it had been a hundred, I just would have packed it it's, up and been like, throw it in the
3: truck. It's so cool. The first picture we saw of it, it went viral on Twitter. Uh huh. It was so, like a trick angle. Like it, it looked much bigger than it looked. Like it was twenty five. Okay. Oh, it looked, so yeah,
0: it looked, I, I was walking around telling people that it was twenty five feet. Yeah, Even after seeing it, it in the like. store, I thought it was twenty five feet tall. Okay. I, it's only twelve, but then it's you, expensive for. <laughs> then you think about twelve feet, and that's like double the size of your fence, basically. Yeah. So it's pretty. It's pretty huge. Anyway, like I went back a few days later and it was gone. And then like, it kind of took over and it's like the hit of the the runaway hit of the season. And I'm surprised they're not on eBay for a thousand bucks, but I don't know. Maybe they are. They might be. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. But very, very cool. Halloween
4: decoration. If you, uh
3: oh, I know. I, I kind of regret if you, not, if not if you getting had, one.
4: If you had three hundred to to throw it out, I guess it's not decoration. too late. What if that's like my only decoration? I should have done that. You know Stor- what? Storage is the other part piece of that. Where the hell are you putting that? <laughs> I, you, I, if I, I we're keeping it here. If, if I
0: <laughs> if I happen to get one, just post it up on the uh, yeah,
4: sectional out there.
0: Legs
3: crossed on the couch
4: out there <laughs> for Twitch purposes. Yeah.
0: All right. So you ready to jump into some costume ideas that I, I have-, have for y'all? Hit me. here's number one. This is this is this is gonna be the run. I expect this to be the the kind of the biggest costume of the year. There will be a lot of them. It will really boil down to who can do it best, which is why it's near the top of my list as well. It's Tiger King. Yes. Joe Exotic. Sure. I just fear it's gonna be overdone. A lot of people gonna need to it will. It will be, which is why you have to this is a this is the costume for people like me that want to nail every single detail of a costume. True. If you True. are if you're thorough with these things, if you have to have like borderline exact replications like of, the, of what the these people look tattoo, like. Name the the, the tattoos, the chokers, the right shirt, the jeans, the exotic <laughs> the boots, chokers. the perfect the perfect wig
4: to get this mullet off. You <laughs> can't half ass a tiger, can you, you cannot have him? no.
2: I'm currently Googling can you rent tigers in Texas? <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: so th- this is one for people that like to go all out. Like Dylan said, it's gonna be super popular. But so you have you have to nail it
4: if you do it.
2: Dave, with a little more growth down here and the right wig, you could absolutely crush (laughs) A Joe exotic costume this year.
4: So my thought was when I was watching it, specifically his music video about Carol Baskin, where he is in the uh, he's got the black cowboy hat in the priest. The Western priest. Oh, player, yeah. Yeah. I was like, that would be the version I would I would go as and if put, I was doing Joe Exotic. You
0: almost I – mean, Sassy Wolf is like one one uh, octave yeah. away from, think from Joe
4: Exotic. That's very fair. So, you know. The,
2: the, I forgot I, he was a priest. I think I used to, like,
4: <laughs> I had a good Joe Exotic for a minute. It's been obviously, what, seven months since that was like a thing?
0: I, that was at the very Quarantine beginning. Quarantine yeah. week one so uh this costume also lends itself to couples costumes
2: with the tiger or carol baskin Uh, a lot of options here
0: tiger is a great one carol baskin's even better if you if if you got another guy if you have a bro or or or, um you know a boyfriend that then you're going in that way doc Antle is right there for you it's true Doc Antle and Joe Exotic, two tiger kings, or, or Carol his...
4: Baskin and her cuck husband on a leash. I'm going to be her
2: husband. I'm going to be your
0: husband. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. my
4: gosh! Yeah. That's a good costume.
0: So that's uh, that, that's uh, that's number one on my list. Here's number two, and this is really a personal. This is personal uh, bias here because I love the outfits on this TV show, and we just had the hat discussion. But obviously, I'd love to pull off a John Dutton Yellowstone. Fit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Now the problem with this one. And I've I've gone down this road many times is that I'm pretty confident in pulling off a very badass John Dutton costume, but you are going to be explaining who you are. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like I want – so I, I had mentioned that I wanted to go as Rip and then Sally go as Beth because she's already got the red hair. And yep. I was like, this could
0: work. That's great. Yep.
2: But – so many people still haven't seen the show because it was on fucking Paramount, and now you have to pay $20 for a season, that it's like, yeah, I'm just going to be explaining to people that I'm Rip, and I'm not just some like bootleg cowboy. Yeah. And that, I also don't look as manly as him.
3: That brings up something that I, I remind people of every year around this time, that if your costume needs a name tag, your costume stinks.
0: It's no costume. Mm-mm. Fair? I mean, it is. Yes, for the most part, I, I, I've done costumes that I thought were awesome and that I loved, and people didn't. Get I, I nailed it. it, and people didn't get it, and I had to explain. And it's not, I don't think my costume sucked. It's just it's it wasn't the best choice because people had to ask. I had to tell them. It's you know yeah. you don't want to have to explain the joke. So to to that to that end, it's not it's not a top tier costume if you have to explain
2: it. Well, and if you're in Austin, Texas, and you walk into somewhere wearing a Dutton costume. People might just be like, why didn't you dress up? <laughs> like, it's not that out of the, right. the realm for someone just to dress just like him.
3: No one dresses like John Dutton around Austin. I don't know. He's got too much too much uh, Yellowstone swag for this town.
4: You want to know something funny about the name tag thing? I knew I had, like, this tweet, this controversial tweet. And you know who responded to it in 2016 saying, sometimes name tags are crucial? Intern Klein. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Expand- Klein. Come on! People dog. got mad. I just said, "Hey, if your costume requires a name tag, it's probably not a good costume." And intern client, well, you probably knew him in 2016. I probably knew of him. I I, I do like that he clapped back. He he did the uh, him and his boys did the anchor man thing, which that always plays. I think that's a fun one, but that's really funny. They didn't do name tags, though, did they? One of them did. The guy who went as Baxter, as if people wouldn't be able to tell <laughs> that the guy who's the a dog. dog. <laughs> yeah, like we are familiar with the dog. Was it a name tag or
0: was it a, a dog collar? because
3: that's different. Mm-hmm.
4: It, it's it, it's a
0: hybrid. Okay. It's okay. And that's that's like that's one thing that I guess you could do with John Dutton, you could ha- you could get some type of uh of of like the like the Kevlar vest underneath your your dope ass western puffer that has like what is it like Bureau of Oh yeah, the uh the livestock the, Yeah, yeah, something. whatever the livestock is yeah. thing and that's like cuz for that type of costume you need those little hints at <laughs> yeah. like what it is. Sure, sure. To kind of alleviate the you know, what, what that's yeah, cool, but I what are you? That's a popular enough show. I mean, so the most, this is. most recent season was a was a big hit, but it was like a big hit for a cable TV show. Yeah, yeah, not like a big, not like twenty five million people watching Sunday Night Football big. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Um but definitely it would be cool. So it's I've, on my radar. It's, a, it's on the list. Okay, skate culture very big in twenty twenty. All the late '90s, early 2000s stuff is back. I don't know if you know this, but a very popular video game was also re-released. So Tony Hawk is we, on my list. We, oh, he knows. <laughs> dude, you're, this guy knows. <laughs> Every cool. night,
2: your boy's fingers are just moving. If you
0: are trying to get off some airwalks, you know, and like some baggy cargos, dude, be Bob. Bob Burnquist, Tony Hawk. You
2: should be Chad Muska.
0: Bring back, Man. bring back the uh, Bucky. Lasser? The heroes of skating.
4: I like that a lot. Dude, Dave, I think you could pull off a Chad Muska look. I don't I you talk yeah. about having to explain your costume. <laughs> Chad Muska is like a costume for like 15 people.
2: <laughs> yeah, but like me and Brady would love it.
4: Yeah, I mean that's what you should do it for like What about Bam Margera? You just got to wear the What's the What's the uh, like Icelandic rock band? Yeah, HIM. That they loved, yeah. they always go
0: HIM. was
4: Yeah. It, yeah.
2: What, Dave? Do you want to sing? So? I don't have the
4: hair for Bam Margera. <laughs> I'd rather go as Ryan Dillon, Rest in peace.
2: We all told Dylan that we were going to go as the guys from. <laughs> we were going to be male strippers and we're actually
4: going as skaters. We made Dylan go as Epstein. All right. Yeah. This, is, this, this
0: is another uh, very, very timely one. I, I, I pulled this one off of a list from New York Magazine. It's specifically uh, for Will to think about. Connell from Normal People.
2: See, that that is an explanation through the roof.
4: Come on. I haven't even been,
2: I haven't finished that series yet because it's so emotionally taxing that I can only handle an episode like in the right mindset.
0: It it took us, it took us months to get through those 12 episodes because it is so like.
2: It sucks the life out of you. It does.
0: It really does.
2: There was one episode where Sally just looked over at me and I was just sobbing and she was like, what is wrong with you? I was like, I don't know. Like this just hit me, hit me in a weird place.
0: It is. I thought it was really, really random that they put that on the list, but at the same time, I was like, well, I I could see, like, you just wear, like, the short-ass rugby shorts and, like, a washed-out tee and a silver chain, and boom, you got it.
2: Yeah. I might already have that.
0: Okay. uh, Black Panther. Rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman.
2: That's going to be big. I think that'll be a big one. Hard to pull off, though, with a...
0: That's a pretty substantial get-up he has.
2: Yeah, yeah. You would. This is
0: a costume that you would have to, like... You're buying the, you know, the Party City version and... True, true. Yeah, you're not gonna look, you're not gonna look like like T'Challa. I'll tell you that much. But I do expect it'll be a popular. One Ooh, for the...
4: I just saw one that would play heavy in the Austin, Texas region. Sideline Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> okay. Sideline Texas game. <laughs> so like that you can either go t- – leather jacket that he wears all jacket. the time. Oh, yeah, that brown leather, the Fight Club-looking jacket or tucked-in T-shirt because, you know, he's a big tucked-in T-guy. Yeah, yeah. uh-huh. UT football tucked in like some Levi's that are kind of tight.
3: That vintage burn orange one with the, the old-school Bevo on it that yep. he wears a lot.
4: Yeah. God.
0: And then you have to do your hook like this.
4: Why does he do I it I hate so? to the hook them <laughs> like that. I hate to the hook them <laughs> like that.
2: Oh, I do, too.
0: Like,
4: turn it around, dude. Um.
0: Okay, let's talk about it's, – it's, it's 2020. I wanted to throw out some – 20th anniversary options for you okay an all-time classic of a halloween costume especially for for bros looking to to get fits off it's the 20th year anniversary of american psycho patrick bayman Mm -hmm. this movie was from 2000 Mm -hmm. all all timer if you just want to slick your hair back throw on a suit and get the plastic raincoat boom you're done fake axe that that
4: that sets it up a Sets or it off another notch. If you're yeah, a real a hot one. boy going to tidy whiteys yeah. with the tennis shoes and the chainsaw, mm. Dylan, your chainsaw the, guy. And, and the and the eye mask. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm gonna go with that one. That's a good one.
2: Yeah, I got some grinding to do on the Peloton between now and the end of the <laughs> month, but you need
4: to lose He was like six percent body fat in that movie. I wake up every morning
0: at six fifteen AM and do a sixty five minute ride on my Peloton. Yep. Then I wash my face with Hawthorne. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and I go record my podcast.
0: I go record. Dude, my Bateman podcast.
4: does have a podcast in 2020. <laughs> 100%. No it's a finance podcast that no one listens to. Uh
2: Brett Easton Ellis actually wrote like what a modern day version of Patrick Bateman would be. Mm. And it's it's essentially a Silicon Valley bro.
4: Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's no longer New York. It lives in Silicon Valley. And it's not he's not wrong.
4: Huh. Uh what's the dude from um Leftovers? Justin, Justin Thoreau? That would be my oh, character, yeah, yeah. just because of the hairline. His hairline back <laughs> in American Psycho days, he had the power slick, but it was yeah. such a power. alleys
0: were huge. Yes, that yeah. would be me. It's crazy that, that he's in that. Yeah, that film very random, and he looks better now. Did you also know that Justin Thoreau co-wrote Zoolander, mm-hmm. Tropic ben, Thunder with,
4: with Ben Stiller, and Tropic Thunder? Yeah, really? Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. Not wild. Um, it is the twentieth anniversary of the dude. You're getting Adele commercials. Those started in 2000. Randy. Randy's
2: going to go as that. Oh, Randy no. loves Adele. Randy he
0: loves him Adele. Dude,
2: you're getting Adele. <laughs> oh, you just screamed what that an at everybody? What a campaign that was. Dude, come on. Um, Adele. All right. You wanted Adele, though. Don
4: Vito's getting Adele. Yeah, we got, he thought he was getting a Mac. Right, I, ha-
0: <laughs> I kind of had to reach here, but it is the, it's the 20th anniversary of Scary Movie. Okay. It's also the 20th anniversary of Scream 3. You combine those two, you get to wear the scream mask and do the What's up. Oh yeah.
2: <laughs> yep. Yep. up. <laughs> that always played. That played in 2000 so hard. Oh my
3: god. <laughs> How old is that actual like the original commercial? The what the was up guys?
0: The, probably about tw-
4: probably the, just over 20
0: years. It's probably right at li- those probably were like
2: 99. up. Oh man. Should we start opening every episode of just us doing that for five <laughs> minutes? <laughs> <laughs> what was that?
0: <laughs> um and that leads me into this next this next piece. Look, this is the year for Halloween costumes that feature masks. Right? True. True. Get, get your mask on. Get 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 your Halloween costume on while also getting your mask on. So that, that starts with the scream one. Um here we go you can also be this is a great year for ho- horny nurse and horny doctor mm. Mm. yes covid <laughs> compliant covid compliant yes
2: mm-hmm.
0: get your uh, get your surgical mask on maybe even a shield on your face uh-huh. but then just like very scantily clad both of you I nice want little, to, nice I want little to... horny
4: costume uh, couple's costume i'm thinking about being guy who wears masks like over his chin for, like, whatever reason. <laughs> like, dude, you're not wearing that right. Like, it's got to cover your mouth and your nose.
0: Um, Of course, the immortal Bane.
4: Ooh. Yes. Again, we are going to any costume
0: that allows you to do voice, whether it's the... WhatsApp, Someone's doing COVID Trump, for sure. Probably.
2: Oh, our, yeah, election costumes are going to
0: yeah. be now, a thing. Here's a question that I have for you guys. Can you, in good taste, be COVID? Or is it too insensitive because 200,000 people have died?
2: I think it's too insensitive. I you should I think
0: it plays. Can you be like the big spiky ball, you know, yeah. what the COVID thing looks like? I think because that's
4: like, it's you're, you're making fun. I think with, you're, you're going to see some of those. With that's yeah. not that hard to make.
2: I don't know. I think it I think it can play. Yeah, and, it it kind of depends on how you handle it though. You can't be like walking around the party like <laughs> coughing on people and shit. In the right environment it can play. I feel like, like this at, is very much bar.
0: a col- I feel like it's very much a college kid costume. If, yeah, if
3: you're if you're 21 and at a bar, no one's going to think anything. Right. About it. It's just right. funny. But if yeah. you're at like a an adult party, yeah, and like, like well,
0: somebody's
4: parents died.
3: Uh, yeah, dude, <laughs> it's like it. dude, man, fuck
4: you. Get out yeah, of you. what dude, the fuck, <laughs> man? Dude, did y'all see uh, Clayton's costume when it's COVID? It was so sick. <laughs> COVID killed my great grandpa. That's so good. You nailed
3: it, dude. Yeah, some situations it, it's probably not a good idea.
0: Um, the the spin from that one, which you can definitely do. This requires more creativity. I don't have great ideas, but if you can figure out a way to be the year twenty twenty,
4: feel Trash like that's. Can. What's up? Trash can.
0: Yeah. I feel I I definitely think you're gonna see some like I'm twenty twenty costumes out there from uh from some creative people. Yeah.
2: Don't I'm just how. not creative don't when know. it comes to this. Yeah, stuff.
0: It would... I don't know how you'd pull it off. But like somebody's gonna like have some like murder hornets on their shoulder and then like be sick from COVID with then have their mask on and then they're you know I I don't know.
3: Yeah. I was going to say a Kobe time, but that's a little too much. Oh, wow. Okay, Dylan. It's been a shit year. That's what started everything,
2: man. It really is what started everything. It was just like, really? It's been a shit, shit year. This is what we're doing in January? Yeah.
4: Uh, Do you think someone will go as um, Epstein? No. I will not be going as Epstein. (laughs) But I think that that is one in previous years where that's like the edgy – yeah. someone's gonna do murdered Epstein, like messed up neck or I'm something. I'm picturing Ep-
0: the Epstein costume though, and doesn't he just kind of like look like Steve Jobs, like with the? I feel like he's always wearing like the black turtleneck, well, that type of stuff. He wears Harvard like, sweatshirts. Yeah, like he wears necks. sweatshirts
2: for colleges okay. that he like clearly never went to. Okay, yep. but he was tied to uh-huh.
4: Alan Dershowitz, Harvard. Look into it. A couple more political
0: ones uh, <laughs> to have on your radar: uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Oh,
2: okay. I think people are going to be. I think that could be a popular. Okay. One. Yep.
0: Um, and then, Dr. Fauci.
2: Oh, I didn't think about Fauci.
0: Make it a couple's costume, Fauci man. Dr. Burks as well. We talk in style. Very easy to be Dr. Burks. You just need an Hermes scarf around your neck. I like that. And, your, and like your hair pulled back, and and
4: boom, you're Dr. Burks. Man, I was thinking about going as Kushner this year. Yeah. Yeah, just a cush, Sick. <laughs> yeah. just swagged out in a four thousand dollars suit. Uh,
0: I got a, I got a few more for for masks. Any of the ninja characters from Mortal Kombat? You got Sub Zero, Scorpion, and Reptile. Hell yeah! Okay,
2: can we go yep. to the th- Ooh, Three Ninjas? You ever watch that? Dude, I love that. Movie. I love that movie.
4: I'd rather go with Surf Ninjas. What's top of my nose, dude? It's
3: bad news already. <laughs>
2: I can't believe you've seen this movie. Oh, I'll I used to watch it, it a lot when I was a kid. It was the kid. one movie that I loved that my parents never bought for me. So, like, I would always have to watch it at a buddy's house. It's not like they wouldn't – there was no reason behind it, but I just always wanted to see it. It was so tight. I loved it.
3: They just kicked ass, man.
2: Yeah, they were sweet. Talk and – uh yeah, You had all the candy? It's, I mean, candy,
3: dog.
0: Looks like that, that wraps it up. That's, that, that's that, my list. That
4: gives us a lot to work with. Yeah. Very so, inspirational. I had one in mind, and I think I told you all this in the group text – but it would require me to shave the stash and I'm not ready to part ways. What is it? It's uh NFL NFL fan Rob Lowe. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Where he's just in the stands just wearing the NFL hat, the generic just with the hat. Chiseled jawline, just just no just rooting for a good game. <laughs> just hope both teams play hard. So dumb. What yeah. was the story about? Why did he have that happen? Dude, on? He just loves he loves all the, all the he players. He always loves NFL football. It's just like, dude, it's a treat to be here to watch these two teams compete. <laughs> he looks like a Please cop. Please check
0: out 911 Lone Star. <laughs> Straight
4: up looks like a cop. Like,
2: Yeah. It's just like, dude, how sketchy are you? He does have a jawline on him.
0: Will, you He's could be hot. a good Ted Lasso.
2: Dude, finished, a good finished it last night, man.
0: No spoilers. I got one more episode.
2: Finished it last night. Cried yeah. twice. Did you finish Yellowstone?
3: No, or caught up on Yellowstone.
2: I'm in I'm in season 3, mid season 3. Okay. Yep. Yeah, if you haven't started Ted Lasso and you just want to feel good and fuzzy, I highly highly recommend doing it. Yeah. I thought I was going to hate it. I will say the uh, the finale episode of the season has an absolutely absurd scene that kind of ruined the episode for me a little <laughs> bit, and I was like, "Well, that's a little much, but uh okay." But other than that, <laughs> great initial season. Yeah.
0: So, any other ideas here before we before we wrap this seggy up?
4: They, th- no, I think this a lot man. good you're ahead of the curve on Halloween stuff
0: well the, now's the time to start thinking about it you know yeah. it's October seventh you get, a lot of the stuff that you end up needing to order for mm-hmm. Halloween costumes takes like two weeks to get here mm-hmm. It's not just all easily
4: available on
0: oh you gotta prepare early amazon, amazon prime here. hey if you, you, know?
4: you if you haven't already started planning your Halloween giveaways Dang. and and party options it's too late it's way too late way too late far too late mm-hmm.
0: All right, thanks again to Circling Back for uh for having me on this morning. Um we'll be back next week. Hopefully Phil will be back with us. We've got some some we've got some more guests coming up. I think that was very popular to to have somebody on to kind of help talk about various brands and 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 style and, and get a third perspective in here. Um so a lot more great stuff to look forward to from Club Cool. Thanks to Bombas. Once again, go check them out if you need new socks. Bombas.com slash cool, 20% off your first purchase. Uh, if you don't happen to need any socks, you can support the podcast directly, Patreon.com/slash/clubcool, and we will see you next week. Bye bye.